I, I'll do something on Balaram, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it from the story I, I was reading. Jai Shirade, I see you still have a program there. So sorry I can't be there, especially to see all the devotees and uh, take the Jagannath Prashad. Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 13, Text 35. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Sudevaya. Yeah, give me my tea. Okay, you're going to get an invitation today from, but five o'clock is our class. So maybe she'll want to come to the class. Invited to the class. Oh, great. Let's do it. Oh, great. Rajasya Rama Prema, dear. Vikshal Kantyam Anukshanam. Mutastanesh Apatyeshvi. Ahetu Veda Chintayat. Because of an increase of affection, the cows had constant attachment even to the calves that were grown up and had stopped sucking milk from their mothers. When Baladev saw this attachment, he was unable to understand the reason for it. And thus he began to consider as, as, as follows. <clears throat> the cows had younger calves who had started sucking milk from their mothers and some of the cows had newly given birth. But now, because of love, the cows enthusiastically showed their affection for the older calves, which had, which had left off milking. The calves were grown up, but still the mothers want to feed them. Therefore, Balaram was a little surprised. And he wanted to inquire from Krishna about the reason for their behavior. The mothers were actually more anxious to feed the older calves, although the new calves were present, because the older calves were expansions of Krishna. These surprising events <clears throat> were taking place by the manipulation of Yoga Maya. There are two Mayas working under the direction of Krishna Mahamaya, the energy of this material world, and Yoga Maya, the energy of the spiritual world. These uncommon events were taking place because of the influence of Yoga Maya. From the very day on which Brahma stole the calves and boys, Yoga Maya acted in such a way that the residents of Vrindavan, including even Lord Balaram, could not understand how Yoga Maya was working and causing such uncommon things to happen. But as Yogamaya gradually acted, Balaram in particular was able to understand what was happening and therefore he inquired from Krishna. Omagyanam timarandasya gananjana shalakaya chaksuran malatam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya mano bishtam stapitam yena bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam, the Dati Swapadantikam, Panchakalpa Turubyas Chakripashindu Bayeva Cha, Patitanam Pavanebyo, Vaishnavebyo, Namo Nama, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhar, Shivas Adegor Bhaktavinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So there's a famous author, I have a little audience here, called John Steinbeck. And I didn't read many books when I was young, but his was one of the books I did read. It was called Of Mice and Men. 
Meissenet. And there was a famous statement in that book, which I remembered. The best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. So I had my plan. Um, I had a wonderful time here. I was to leave last night on the red eye flight, do my Anadar Swami Superman routine, you know, go on the flight, Tota Gopinath pick me up, go to Jai Shirade's house, take a bath, give class, have Amala Vaishnava pick me up and go upstate you know, and just maintain my sodden and perfect health like nothing happened. <clears throat> um, and you become attached to your plans. Why? Because your plans are according to your desires. So you like the world to go according to your desires. But happiness is not the world going according to one's desires. Happiness is love. And love doesn't mean the world moving according to our desires because the biggest demons in the world may have it better than you, right? In that regard. They may have it so much better than you in that regard, but it disconnects us from ourself because our self is love and love is not focused on one's desires. Love is focused on the desires of the object of, of one's beloved. So even at my very advanced stage of Krishna consciousness, <laughs> um, I had my plan. I wasn't that disturbed because somehow I saw Krishna had other plans. Um, but I would have liked to come and, and thank you all who were there at Jai Shiradhe and Gopi Shores Jagannath Mandir. And I, I know that they were going to make a special feast for my return. So, um, but uh, really, our training in life, and I really, past the age of 70, have really. Um, really concentrated on this kind of consciousness, which I got from a book that a philosophy professor friend of mine sent me on Epictetus, who was a great Stoic. And I love the way they live. Happiness and distress, health and sickness, slander and blame, they come from God. So, um, why should we care about that? We should care about how we respond. Ultimately, we have to come to that platform. I mean, it, and you know, we have to try to satisfy our desires in, in a way that we're peaceful so we can actually think on those consciousness. But in that regard, before I speak, it's just been wonderful here to see how a project develops when you have a competent team of, and I'm part of the team, of people who are, have learned to become cooperative, very cooperative. Is it Steve Covey or, um, that wrote the book, but <clears throat> he described this three stages of community. The first stage is there's no conflict. You don't have a community, <laughs> you know, people. Then the second stage is conflict. It doesn't have to be serious, but different people have different natures, different desires, different. And the third stage is um, no conflict. So it, it's been really nice. We've had some, we had a wonderful retreat with Simon Haas. That was quite wonderful retreat. And great kirtans with Sabitha Bhattacharya's son. Some of you may know Savitta Bhattacharya, Savitri or Savitri Bhattacharya, uh, Manu. And we have someone come from Bogotá, so the kirtans were great. 
And then after the retreat, I got to visit some people. And I'm, I'm telling this because the best laid plans of mice and men. I, I, I went to two houses of people. One person I just met, but it was connected with somebody here in the congregation. It was an aspiring disciple of mine and wanted to meet her father's business partner, really wanted to meet me. And he came to the lecture one night. And she said, you have to see this. It's the most beautiful house in all of Kali. And then I opened the doors right off the road. I opened the doors. I, I, I'll just describe one thing of the house, but then I'll describe my discussion with him. You kind of come in as a ground floor and then you come to like a second floor, but the second floor comes out like they build like a hill. So the second floor is, is kind of has a, a hill, like pathway. And on that hill, they have two lakes and a swimming pool in between. See, so you're just right in the house. And, the, and then you walk down, you have this big gazebo, huge, huge, which overlooks a lake with exotic fish and you throw things in. But anyway, the man wanted to tell me his story. And, uh, you know, there used to be uh, a kind of a terrorist revolution here. And he was from, you know, one of the wealthy families and they kidnapped him. And for six months, for six months, he was, um, with the uh, revolutionaries or something. And I said, how come they kept you six months? He said, because you're like money in the bank because they're gonna have to pay to get you there, right? So they just keep you while it kind of increases your value. He said, then one day some, some terrorists came, revolutionaries, and they said to him that, um, we don't care if we die for this cause. And we don't care if we kill you either. Life means nothing to us. So somehow or other, it was the birthday of the leader and people got drunk and somehow he was able to rip the roof off the house that he was staying in. And uh, he's a, a world-class polo player. So he got out and somehow there was a horse there and he got on the horse I don't know, and went through this mountain forest and wound up at the, at the summer home, <laughs> the country home of his, the first story he knocked on was the country home of his friend. So it was just such a nice opportunity for me to explain and he was listening how I understood it from a Krishna conscious perspective. How it's a classic example, how, how we reconcile the, the philosophy of what's called theodicy. Theodicy means how to reconcile what evil and, and God. And I just explained to him and, and he understood that we tend to judge things, whether they're good or bad, in terms of whether they help us become the enjoyer and controller. That's how we tend to judge things. So someone is nice when they help us move the world to satisfy our desires. And they're cruel when they move in the opposite way. So a parent may punish the child. It's not what he wants, but it doesn't mean that it's cruel. So what I explained to him is that the problem with, 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 with the failure to see God's mercy is to failure to look at things from God's perspective. God looks at mercy, not moving the world according to our desires, but moving our heart according to his desires. In other words, because he's the ultimate object of love. 
So it, it's, and he understood, he said before that experience, the story also is that they came into his office and he said, you'll have to take me dead. And he was fighting them to the death. And uh, finally he was unconscious and he woke up at that place. But, uh, you know, I explained so many things, how you see God and, the, you know, how God was looking at his consciousness growing up in, in such a wealthy family. He had maybe superficial values. He wasn't on the real path of happiness and success. Otherwise, you know, people, all these movie stars would be blissful personalities. It, it, it seems to me that they're more depressed and miserable than, than anybody including very wealthy people and, and things like that. That's why I wrote an article based on here called The Happiest People in the World. Is our gardener, what's his name? Descartes. Our gardener, Descartes. And uh, our maid, Mireja. what? Mireja. Mireja, our, our, our maid, they're so blissful. And then, you know, they're so blissful. Why? Because somehow or other they're humble and they're happy with their work and enough, <laughs> enough. They're satisfied with what they have and they love their work. They love to serve. They get great pleasure at serving. And I guess here during the festival also when the people came, we collected, we gave them, them a very nice donation. So it was such a nice opportunity for me to explain the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. And he was so, so happy and walking around uh, this place with this collection of huge bamboos from all over the world. And, and he gets eggs from different places and then he hatches exotic animals and they, they follow him around and I'm just walking and, but they know they know so much anxiety about a business deal and legal things once you you get more complicated so anyway i'm here in Cali, going to leave on tuesday at uh, uh tuesday at the uh red eye flight which is really five minutes into wednesday and hopefully get my way upstate for a little time and try to work that out somehow um, to try to work that out somehow. I haven't really, really got it figured out. Um, um, yeah. Uh, okay, Balaram Purnima. I learned in India, someone sent me a text on this. You know, it's not Balaram Jayanti. Jayanti is the eighth day after the moon. It's the Ashtami, the eighth day after the moon or, or the eighth day after something, the Ashtami or something, when Krishna was born. And the, the astrological combination is called Jayanti. It's, it's, you can't say Jayanti for someone's birth. Uh, or and Balaram was born on Purnima, so it's Balaram Purnima. And I can explain a little bit about the the tattva of Balaram, the tattva of Balaram. But of course, you know, we say he's born before Krishna. But in the spiritual world, there's only the present. There's no past and future. And, and past, present, and future happen in the present. We can't comprehend that. You'll, you'll read my Monday morning article. I'm writing a Monday morning article. If God knows past, present, and future, can we have free will? Because it seems it's determined if it's known before what we're going to do. But the real, the real way to answer that is you can't you can't analyze or limit or quantify God 
by the way things work in this world. And you can't absolutely describe them either because it's a different realm. It's the eternal present. But somehow he's born before Krishna for many reasons, but one is he's the older brother and the older brother is, is, is complete in Rasa. Um, here's Dorita and her older brother, whenever I come to Kali, he picks me up. Whenever I leave, he, he drives me. And when I had to go to the dentist here, the source of the absolute tooth, tooth, Gustavo will tell you that we have the supreme personality of dentist. I mean, he's so good. And like with devotion and I have to go to the dentist and Dorita comes with her brother. And I see it's an older brother. The older brother is nine years older, I think. Right. So he, he can have more Rasas than the younger brother because their brother and, and sisters are their friends. And then, you know, she calls him and, and he, 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 he serves as his sister. He takes her here. He takes her there. He picks her up. But he's also like the father. He also has a protective, a parental thing. So the older brother has an extra rasa. So in rasa, Balaram serves Krishna. They say in all five rasas. Because his Shantarasa, we'll discuss this later. This is part of the tattva. But in Shantaras, Balaram manifests everything. The whole spiritual world is Balaram. Krishna's house is Balaram. Vrindavan is Balaram. Krishna's bed is Balaram. So it has just a, a passive mood of service. And then he's also the servant because especially not just brother and sister, but brother and brother, Krishna goes to the forest and Krishna becomes tired. And Balaram may massage his feet. He may massage his feet. And of course, they're friends. And Balaram is the, the leader of Sakiras, because he goes with Krishna to the forest and they play. So he's the Sakiras. And Balaram's also the older brother. He's the protector. When they go out, you know, he has that pr protective mood. In fact, when Krishna goes out to the forest, his mother, he tried, she, she spent her life trying to prevent Krishna from getting older, which is what a mother does, right? For, the, for that love. So she never wanted Krishna to go to the forest. Krishna, in this pastime, Krishna has the calves. The calves she can tolerate because you can't go so far with the calves, but the cows, you go into the forest. And she was transcendentally terrified that Krishna would drown in the river, you know, break his foot, you know, whatever. So she'd always, but Krishna, I forgot how Krishna did it, but he really, he really, um, he really did something that, oh yeah. So after a time when Krishna wouldn't go to the forest and the cows went on strike, there was something like that, the cows wouldn't go. Anyway, she had to somehow. And then he went to the forest. Um, but Mother Yasoda only agreed because Balaram would go. She had some confidence Balaram would go protect Krishna. I'll let you go if your older brother goes. 
because he had that mood. We have that sometimes. The older brother is very protective. So he went to the he would he would be the older type brother, and then of course, somehow or other, Balaram also because he's the servant to a godhead. We'll explain the tattva, but he also went to the far. He also manifested as Sridam's brother, Sridam's sister, which is. No, no. Well, Sridams is the brother of Radharani, but Radharani's younger sister, which is Ananga Manjari. So she managed. So he, in all the, the Rasas. So the the tattva, the tattva of of Bala, of, it, it is kind of simple. Is that, and again, we have to understand these activities happen in the it's not past, present, and future. They're eternal. It means if, if Krishna is doing something which gives him enjoyment, every moment of that is eternal. There's not a minute where Krishna is not da dancing the Rasa dance. There's not a minute where he's not killing the demon. There's not a minute where a flower in the spiritual world doesn't have the ecstasy of blooming for Krishna's pleasure and seeing Krishna appreciating that. Somehow or other, there's a sequence of events, but every event is eternal. And that's because Krishna is not limited by, by time. He's not limited by time. And this is what I'm writing about, which is the very definition of God. God must have inconceivable potencies because if there's any law restricting what he can do, there's something higher than God. So in the spiritual world, you can be in two places at the same time. You can't be in two places at the same time here. But we as souls, we can be in Navadweep and we can be in Vrindavan at the same time. And why not? And we say, oh, that can't be here. But then you're saying, because God is controlled by the laws that run the world here. He's not controlled. He can do anything. That's the very definition of God. But we can't conceive it because all our sense of logic and reasonability is based on things working under God's laws. They don't work under God's laws. So somehow or other it, it goes like this in that kind of lila um krishna is enjoying there can be no other definition of, than god than the supreme enjoyer because if if you have all power then why won't you create your own enjoyment with whatever it is, whatever you want. So God creates his own enjoyment. And he doesn't work. So for all, I love the sentence that Prabhupada said, for all affairs of existence and knowledge, all affairs of existence and knowledge he expands into Balaram. So Balaram is also Swayam Bhagavan. Swayam Bhagavan means the full manifestation of God. Ete chamsa kala pumsam Krishna's tu Bhagavan Swayam. He's Swayam, he's the original God. He's the full manifestation of God. But there's only a, a difference, there's a, a, a slight difference in that Balaram is white and Krishna is dark and Krishna is the supreme enjoyer and Balaram is the, the servitor of Godhead. And, and the weapons are different. You know, Krishna has a flute and Balaram has a plow and a club. 
Balaram also is. This is an interesting, there's a story, I think it's Balaram, where he the river Jamuna moved away and he wanted the river Jamuna to come closer and he took, he took his plow. I swear to God, this was so mystical. I don't think anybody else knows this. Every year I used to go to the Jamuna on that the day of that pastime, or maybe it was Balaram Purnima, and I would see the plow marks, huge plow marks coming from the Jamuna every year. Now, Balaram is very, very significant for the Krishna consciousness movement because we want strength to enjoy service. We need strength to be happy because happy is, happiness is living in the soul. And when you've been living so externally for so long, we struggle with that due to our samskaras. So we need strength. And therefore, Prabhupada said, Balaram's name is Balaram. Bala means strength, Ram means pleasure. So it's kind of strength to give pleasure. And that's why Prabhupada said there's two reasons why he created the Krishna Balaram Mandir. Two reasons why he created the Krishna Balaram Mandir. One is he wanted to show the world that Balaram is not different than Lord Nityananda. That Krishna Balaram is not different than Lord Nityananda. The second thing is because he had a preaching movement, he felt that Balaram would be the best deity to give that kind of spiritual strength. We need Balaram. Hey, no, Nitai bine Radha Krishna Paite Pai. Heno Nitai Bine Bai. Radha Krishna Paite Pai. Vida Kori Daro Nitai Pai. Vida Kori Daro Nitai Pai. That Heno Heno Bine Bine. Without the strength of Balaram, there's no question. Strength of Balaram, the strength of Nityananda. There's no question. There's no question of getting the mercy of Radha and Krishna. That also means guru. It also means guru, just like the story. One lady came to visit me. I really have to say the people that are coming to Krishna consciousness here, some of them are extraordinarily pious. They're, they're, they're extraordinarily pious. Um, and I can see, now I'm embarrassed, Dorita who's sitting here. Dorita here is the manager, my disciple. She's kind of the manager here. And uh, she was doing the teacher training, just like they have this teacher training here now. We have about 30, 40 people here. And she came to, she wanted to speak to the Maharaj and she came. Um, she came and she gave her heart. I, I, you know, somehow I want to, you know, I think I want to give myself to God fully. And she was working in the world and she had a nice job. 300 sales ladies working under her. She, she said that she wanted and uh, someone else came to me like that. You know, also responsible job and things, but I had a lot of devotion and 
loved the songs. She was already learning all the songs and had a, a sadhana in the morning where she's singing songs and the, the prayers of Queen Kunti and talking to me about Japa. But I, I told the story that of the story of Lord of of Lord Nityananda, of, of, of Raghunandasko Swami. He went to Lord Chaitanya, and Lord Chaitanya sent him back because renouncing the world is not for people who are, are doing it because they're not capable in the world. And he showed how capable he was. For the parents, there was no way for him to get out. He was the only son of, of, of a joint family of two brothers. And then when he went to Lord Nityananda, the father agreed, but with a, because he was the richest man in West Bengal, he agreed, but with so many people to come with him. And Lord, when Raghunath Dasko Swami came, he was lurking in the back because he was a very shy person. He didn't have that abhiman, that self-conception. Oh, you don't, you know who's here. But people recognize him. It's like, hey, there's Bill Gates' son. There's Jeff Bozo, or whatever his name is. There's his son. Here's the Richard. And Nityananda said, you are a thief. I will, you come here, you're a thief, I'll punish you. But why do you call him a thief? Because he's kind of lurking in the back. He was kind of lurking in the back. So that kind of looks like someone's kind of like a thief. They're hiding, you're a thief. But I heard one commentator who lived in Vrindavan, Shamlal Hakim, who wrote a wonderful book on the six Goswamis that was translated into English. He was in, he came from Punjab during the partition and wrote many books. And I saw one translated in English and his brilliant analysis. He called him a thief because he was going to Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya was God. He wanted to be with God. The Lord Nityananda said, you're a thief because you can't go to God without the devotee. God is the property of the devotee. So you're taking the property of God you're taking you're taking you're taking God, which is the property of a devotee, without going through Guru. So Heno Nitai Bine Bai Radha Krishna Payite Pai without the Heno Nitai Bine Bai, without the mercy of Lord Nityananda, without the mercy of Guru, you don't get Krishna. So all affairs of existence and knowledge means that Balaram expands, he's the original Guru Tattva. Because he's the force that attracts. And what guru means is the force that attracts us to Krishna. And how do you get attracted? By, by the knowledge, by the realizations of, of the Shastra. So all affairs of existence and knowledge means all affairs of existence and knowledge means that um, he, he expands into um, Balaram, who serves him personally in, in the past times and manifests the Dham. Then he manifests as called Mula Sankarshana. Because in Dwarka, Balaram is there, but it's a manifestation of Balaram, which is, so there's, there's the Chatur Vyuha, the Chatur Vyuha, uh, Sankarshan, Aniruddha, Pradyumna, Vas uh, and uh, and Vasudev. So that's Dwarka. So after that, so Balaram manifests that all. And that Mula Sankarshan is manifest to Chaturvyuha in Vaikuntha. And that's Maha Sankarshan. So there's another chapter of Yuhar in Vaikuntha. So he, he manifests all of Vaikuntha. And then from that Mahasankarshana comes Karnanadakshai Vishnu. Vishnu means God pervading in this world. And then from Karnanadakshai Vishnu comes Garbadakshai Vishnu. And from Garbadakshai Vishnu comes Shiradakshai Vishnu. And Anantasesha is also Balaram, he's holding up those Vishnu forms.
forms of self. All affairs of existence and knowledge. And in the pastimes of Krishna, Balaram kills certain demons. He kills certain demons. And the demons he kills are very, very special. Because he kills Palambasara, he kills Dainakasara, he kills Roma Harshana, Sutta, Balvala, um, and Zibida. So the, the demons represent, this is Bhaktivinoda Thakur, they represent different anarchists. And, and, and supposedly when you read, like Kaliya is envy, you know, you read these pastimes, then somehow or other they have some subtle effect also to remove different anarchists. But what was Palambasura? Palam, Palambasura, he disguised himself as a cowherd boy. And then manifest and to take Krishna away. Right? These are demons sent. And and remember, he, he, he took he took away, he took away, I think he expanded in Balaram, like smashed him on the head and killed him. But what does that mean? Because he, he, he the hypocrisy, you're you're pretending. Bhakti means sincerity. You're serving because you want a big position. No, you're serving just to serve, to please Krishna. Bhakti is completely, what is this? You're serving because you're serving because you want to please, not for anything else. That's why pure devotional service is anyabhilashita shunyam, jnana karma jnabritam. You're, you're serving simply because you want to please. And it becomes mixed with being wanting to be recognized, whatever. India sometimes getting facility. So that hypocrisy, that's destroyed by Guru. Just like Arjuna with Krishna, Asochan and Vasochas Prague. Asochas anvasochas tvam pragyavadam chabashase gadasun agatasun cha nanu sochantipan. Arjuna, although you were speaking learned words, you're a fool. You're a pretender. Because the wise lament neither for the living nor the dead. And then he killed um, Dainukasura. And what does Dainukasura represent? Dainakasa represents gross ignorance. What's the grossest ignorance? Dainakasa, he was guarding the forest of tal fruits. Tal fruits is kind of like support day. What? It's it's like mango support day. It's it's more like support day. It, it's a special kind of fruit. And talavan means Farms of those fruits, and he would guard those fruits for Kamsa, and they'd be sent to Kamsa every day. So, so many fruits were falling on the ground, they were rotting. Right? So, it had such a fragrance, it had such a fragrance. Oh, good. Welcome. Thank you. What's your name? Ina. Thank you. Okay. This is a, a worship Krishna, and Krishna has a brother Balaram. So this is his birthday. So traditionally on his birthday, we tell the stories. And it, and and but it's also representative at something too. So I'm talking about how he represents, he kills demons, but it's really the bad things in our heart. So this donkey, 
Dana Kasura. These fruits are so fragrant that they can be smelled miles away. I, I had that experience in Italy where I got sick and I was in the hospital. I couldn't eat for seven or eight days. And then they brought one orange in the room for me. And it was like this, and I'm not sensitive in that way. I'm not like I have a Venusian type thing of fine things. Some people, I don't, I'm a monk. I don't get disturbed by the environment. You can't, you can't be a monk and like want all kinds of fine things. You have to have a little bit dull in the senses. So, but somehow it's so so the fragrance became, and then the coward voice, you know, what they said to Krishna, Dishtabharana, or you are the destroyer of the wicked. You are the destroyer of the wicked. And the most evil thing is hunger. So you should kill our hunger and go get that food. Actually, that's actually another story. But anyway, I told it anyway. But they were, they, but the coward boys did want this. And, and why was he the representative of ignorance? Because the donkey, the jackass, he only eats grass. He can't eat the tall fruits. So the grossest ignorance is, is you're so envious that even you can't enjoy, so you don't want anybody else to enjoy. The grossest ignorance is you, you're so envious, you don't want anybody else to enjoy. But he couldn't even take that, or at least these are my fruits, these are my fruits, I want them for myself. He couldn't even have them. So Balaram grabbed him, grabbed him, um, by the clubs and, and threw him into the trees and, and killed him. Oops. Threw him into the trees and killed him. And it was done. This is a, a French word that's used in English. It's called nonchalant. Very careful. And I'll tell, let me see if there's anybody there over 50 years old, they may know what I'm going to, from America may know what I, I say next. I learned the word nonchalant from one of my favorite TV shows about two Irish policemen called Tootie and Muldoon who were argue, arguing. This is a special ecstasy for probably no one who is there. Who is more nonchalant? Mickey Mantle or Willie Mays, nonchalant. They had a thing, I thought, I had to look up nonchalant. So, and then Divida, Divida, I'm not sure what the demon Divida represented, but he was, you wanna look that up? Okay, I have my, but this Divida was a, a, a huge, a huge gorilla and Balaram was in a spiritual way enjoying with his own gopis. And he used to like to take Varuni. Varuni is honey wine. Now, I, I can tell you, because I, was, I lived in India for most of the last over 44 years, lived in India. And India festivals, amazing. And on those particular days, on those particular days, um, we would have a festival for Lord Balaram, which included a parade with an Indian bagpipe band. And part of the festival is we'd have a big uh, pot a huge pot, like incredibly sized clay pot filled with honey. And we hung it from the ceiling of the temple, not the ceiling, but the archway had a bell. 
And then we'd have a drama with young boys dressed as Krishna and Balaram. And they would climb up on a ladder and then they would put a stick and break the honey and the honey would come pouring out. It was wild. And, and then the whole, but it got crazy because the whole temple would be filled with honey and people sliding around. And so this was the, uh, the pastime. Um, so, so that's Balaram Tattva. And therefore, on this particular day, it's, the, it's, it's our day to get spiritual strength. Because you understand Krishna's birth and what was Balaram's, uh, what was Balaram's function in Krishna's birth? First, Devaki had six sons that were killed by Kamsa, who was, but those sons that were born, they were these demons that were actually the sons of Kamsa in his previous life. But now because Kamsa thought that the eighth child of Devaki would kill him, he would kill all those, he killed all those sons. So what did the sons represent? They represented lust, anger, fear, greed, illusion, lethargy, the material qualities that prevent God from coming in our heart. So Devaki is the womb of Bhakti. Krishna's mother is the womb of Bhakti. So, so why can't Krishna is going to take birth in Devaki's womb? So it can only be pure. So, so it represents what is Kamsa? Kamsa is material fear. So what kills our lust? What kills our anger? What kills our greed? What kills? Because when we follow these with the false faith that we think these are happiness, we become disconnected from the soul and it leads to fear and depression. And then we become fearful, like, like someone who has a, you know, a, a recovery group, they become fearful of what their addiction can do. And that kills the addiction. Or, or, or someone who's greedy and because he was greedy, you know, his, his whole family rejected him. Then his fear of his greed or a person who, who, who is lusty and, and goes from one, one woman to another woman and, and then can't, can't maintain any relationship, then he becomes fearful of what these do because they disconnect one from the self. So when all those things are gone, then who appears in the womb? Balaram. Before Krishna, Balaram appears. And then Balaram is attracted to the womb of Rohini in Vrindavan. Therefore, he's known as Sankarshana, attracted. The power of gravity is Sankarshana, the power of attracting the soul to God. See, he, he becomes... But, but what did Balaram represent? It represented before Krishna appears. Before Krishna appears, there has to be, before God appears, there has to be that fear and regret of our selfishness. And that when that happens, then, then Guru comes. Then Krishna comes. So that's the story of Balaram. Balaram has to come before Krishna and has to give us the Balaram, the Bala, the strength for, for the strength for real enjoyment, which is the enjoyment of the soul, which is the life of gratitude, which is a life of compassion, which is the life of humility, which is a life of devotion. But we don't choose that. We choose the life of control, of, of pride, of anger. We try to become satisfied by anger and revenge. We try to become satisfied by pride and control. So we had to get the strength. 
and that comes from Balaram. Okay, so I'm, I'm uh, uh, your name is again? Ela. Yeah, I did, I, I did this, I have a Zoom class. So I have people here from, mostly from America, but also I see people here from Iran and different countries and it's Balaram's, you know, so I was on my plane, I couldn't because of the weather, I was supposed to leave last night. So there's a program there with the people, but this is how I'm speaking to them now because I can't, can't be there. And I can speak to them and they can hear from me, but they're making a big feast and I can't eat it by Zoom. So I hope the lunch is good day to the, well, I know it's just been offered. So I hope it's good because they're famous in New Jersey for their cooking. No, really famous in New Jersey for their cooking. And they could care less about health. <laughs> they wanted to make it tasty for Krishna. Okay. Um, first, Jai Sirade. Is it possible I can see the people from anybody from New Jersey that made it out there? I know I'm not there, so probably just a few people came. Oh, I, all right. I, I, Haribo. Jai Sirade. Oh, Hari Haribo. Who else? Okay. Hey, Pemanova, let me see everybody there. Hey, I'm seeing. Hey, great. Oh, man. Gopa, I'm fried. Gopa, what's the menu today? Come closer. From my garden. What? Wait, I want to repeat to people. What's the menu? Stuffed zucchini with like uh, pasta and um, artichokes in it from the garden. Okay. Stuffed zucchini from his garden. Stuffed with artichokes. And what else? Something else. Uh, this is, what else? Okay. Potato frittatas, uh, lal mein. What, what, potato? Tomatoes in it. Wait, wait, focaccia bread with tomatoes. And, and what is the other thing? Potato. Chick oh, his frittata. Chickpea okay. frittata, yeah. Chickpea frittata. Um, okay, what else? Like a uh, salad with. Yeah, like a salad, like a creamy salad, like cucumber salad. Cucumber um, creamy salad, okay. What else? Berries with whipped cream, Kishori made. Berries with whipped cream. Oh, there's Kishori and Pri in the back. Okay, I'm seeing. Okay, who else? Um, the nun brought drinks, eh? Juice, organic. Juice, organic okay. juice. Organic juices. The juices I'm not going to miss. You don't know what the juices are like in Colombia. Hey, Gopa, no sweets. Gopa, no sweets. Sure, uh, made well. Chimayrata made um, sweets, but she couldn't get here, so they were in New York. So. Oh my God, the sweets got left in New York because there's a hurricane in New York. Okay. And you have a garland around your head on the computer. I'll send you a picture. Well, I, have a garland, I have a garland on the computer. Um, wait, wait. But Gopa, yesterday I went to eat someplace and it was an amazing thing. Uh, uh, Chumpak, what was that lasagna they made? Sweet plantain lasagna. Sweet plantain lasagna. Oh, wow. It was pretty, it was really an amazing recipe. And there was rice with slivered almonds. And then there was these eggplants fritters with honey. With honey. Eggplant fritters with honey. And what else? Oh, straw strawberries, kiwis with organic vegan yogurt sauce. And uh, yeah, I think Gopa, if you saw the houses of some of these people, if Arjuna saw them, he said they have more money than God. I can tell you. I I, I was explaining this house I went to that this architect. It's it's like a movie set, 
I, I went in there and you come in, it's like huge property and you come in and you go to the second floor, but the second floor, they have the back of the second floor where you can actually go out. And I told you this, there's, there's, there's two lakes and a swimming pool outside the second floor. And then there's a gazebo and then it goes down to this. Yeah. And they play polo, polo. You ever hear of polo? They play polo in New Jersey. Who plays polo? Right? I know Lal used to be a polo player, but who else was a polo player? Polo. Who plays polo? Anyway. Um, and here, Gopa, this is also really amazing. About 20 minutes from here is this incredible farm. And it has a, flo a full flowing river right through the middle of the farm. You, you have to cross the river to get to the cows. And they make, and it, it's kind of, he, he doesn't know, you know, I think they kill bulls there and whatever. But the, the man is kind of, he knows us and he wants us to, kind of do something there so i'm go uh, the plane is delayed but i'm going there on tuesday <clears throat> and we'll make a proposal to him to stop killing the the animals and we'll make a you know an adopt the cow and a, a and part of our food for life and so when you all come out here you'll, you'll actually see we'll take you to this farm it's incredible Okay, it's great to be with all you guys there. I mean, I'm so happy I can be there, but Jai Shirade, whatever they cook today has to be duplicated when I get back. So that's all. And, and a facsimile, okay? Okay, so enjoy. You can just say hello to some of the, a few people. This is Champak. Okay, this is Dorita. Okay, if you look in there, they have some, you know, it's, it's like, it's just a beautiful, beautiful, I mean, wow, it's really, uh, really beautiful. Yeah, um, and I'll have him come uh, there and actually lecture because um, such a nice person. I think uh, okay, I'm getting some shastra from Jayanta. Okay, okay. Um, anybody else want to, uh, Jamuna Jaya? Do you have any? Are you still here, Jamuna Jaya? I don't know if you. Yeah, you yes, are. Jamuna Jayat, do you have anything you can? Okay, why don't you share? Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm really appreciating um, so much the the thing that oh, Balaram oh, oh, is. Oh, 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 wait uh -oh. one second. Wait, wait, okay. wait one, wait one minute. One, wait one minute. Yeah, can you hear me now, Marsh? Yep. Oh well. Okay. I, it's, oh, well now, okay. It's work. Okay. Go. Okay. Good. You, yeah. I was saying um, thank you so much for reminding us of the significance. Hey, um, the significance of um, the strength that's needed in the spiritual life, and that that, that Balaram is the destroyer of those particular particular demons, and the strength that's needed. It really is was a wonderful point. And the other thing I really loved is something you said um, right at the beginning. You said we judge things as good or bad depending on how we think they allow us to control. And that's not true at all. That's not necessarily what is good or bad by how we control. Krishna is the one that really would be the one, the better judge of something that is good or bad for us. So I really, really appreciated that point a lot. Okay, thank you. Anyone else want to say hello? Oh, anyone else want to say hello? Hello, Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Sakurani. Tatiana, we missed you here in Kali. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so good to see all of you. Thank you okay. for the class. 
Okay, great. Great to see you. Thank okay. you for reminding not to uh, how you, I really appreciate how you stressed out about the, that in spiritual life, uh, spiritual world, there's no past or future, only the now, the, um, the present. And that also the, the point you made that we can define God by our understanding of this life. I mean, this world. Wow. Thank you. Thank Good. you. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Amala. Oh, another. Hello. Amala, some of your fans are here. <laughs> some of your fans are here, Amala. Okay. Yeah. Hare Bhav Maharaj, it's Jayanta. I wish I was there. Okay, I may have another retreat in uh, Jayanta. You remember Jayanta? Okay. I may have another retreat in... Uh, in Thanksgiving time or something. I'll let you know. Great. Okay. And I should talk to you maybe after this. If you're free, I'll give you a WhatsApp call. Okay. I agree. And we can discuss the strict rules and regulations of Krishna consciousness. <laughs> over, a, over a hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody, anybody else? Oh, Krishna, in Krishna Maharaj. Hey, Krishna. Hi. Okay. <laughs> so nice to see you guys. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? People are waving who've been there. Anybody else want to say hello? Hi, Krishna. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Okay, wait. One second. Kaylee, are you there? I'm here. Can we see you? No? Not allowed? No. Okay. <laughs> what, I don't get to see my kid? Okay, wait. All right. Hey, did I see the famous guitarist Shiro? No, it's no, Karuna. It's Karuna. <laughs> Karuna, you look like you're 14 years old. <laughs> I have no makeup on. You look younger, so I recommend no makeup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here you looked at least 29. <laughs> okay, guys. Hey, Joe Kalian. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Why don't you come with the whole family? Think okay. about it. The guru orders. Like, we go. Haribo, everybody. Hi, Mom. Hi, Kaylee. Hi, Mom. Okay. What's that? Hi, Mom. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. I I'll go now. It's nice to see Gail, you had something to say? I was just appreciating your, what I took to be a Freudian slip. I was laughing out loud when you're referring to the son of Bozo instead of Basil. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't a Freudian slip. I wanted to express I know. what I thought of him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's obscene. Okay, I'm going to head out now. Okay, Vanchakalpa Trubius Shakti. Okay, so we had some nice.